This morning, can we talk about the relationship school-going kids have with their cell phones? So while many schools continue to uphold outright bans on cell phones in school, uh, FedSAS, uh, representing school governing bodies, told Times Live that cell phone bans are not a good idea. So what sort of mental and emotional connection to cell phones do children grow up in uh, 2022 have? And how can we balance this, uh, you know, uh, situation in schools while giving more access to the tele, um, technology that we have? So we'll be talking to, and we have on the line, clinical social worker Sean Zimunya on the line. Good morning, Sean. How are you? Good morning, Avsheni. Avsheni, Sean. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. I mean, let's talk about the kind of mental and emotional connection to cell phones do children growing up in 2022 have? Mm. So we're in the 21st century, which is the information age. Um, Unfortunately, we cannot ignore the fact that cell phones can actually be a learning tool. But it's got to be balanced because what we're seeing is that there is Um, great emotional and mental um, negative effects if we're not managing that. So, for example, we're seeing an increase in mental distress, Mm. self-injurious behavior, Mm. even suicidality, Mm. um, and the self-view of children. Because what they then do is that you go online, you start comparing yourself to your peers Mm. on TikTok, etc. That social comparison um, can become a negative comparison. Mm. We're seeing so many children being cyber-bullied. I know we've had a recent case of a child that actually committed suicide because mm. of cyberbullying, mm. chronic sleep deprivation, a lack of focus on schoolwork. These are all the negative um, effects that South so. have on the children's cognitive control mm. and academic performance. Mm. However, I want to counterbalance that with the advantages that are there. The mm. fact that Southend can be used as a learning tool, as research tools, um, and there are so many apps that could actually help students in particular subjects. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I totally get that. Um, the other thing, of course, that we have to bring in there on that note of academia is phones in schools. I mean, are, are, are phone bans at schools the best solution, Sean? Definitely not, because mm. like I said, we're in the information age. So it's almost like you're trying to fight against technology, which you're not going to win because we're in the information age. Mm. What we need is guided use. So when Mm. we speak of guided use, we're saying, let's have rules with regards to, okay, so during school hours, what do we use the phone for? The phone must be on silent, and we must ensure that you're not being distracted Mm. by the use of your phone. That's all we need. Mm. Having said that, the problem actually starts from home more, because Mm. sometimes we as parents, we're not modeling appropriate use of the cell phone. You're forever on your cell phone, Mm. which then makes it okay for the child to be forever on their cell phone. Sure. So if we come up with rules such as during um, family time, during meals, nobody's on their phone, Mm. we charge our phones at the same time. Mm. Night time, maybe we leave our phones in one space. Um, We use traditional alarms to wake up if we need to. Mm. Then that's when we're learning how to self-regulate. Because over and about this, this is really just about impulse control and self-regulation. Absolutely. Sean, I was having this conversation with my sister yesterday talking about at what age should we start introducing cell phones to our kids to? I mean, my, my niece is four years old. She's got a cell phone. It's a bit stressful for me. I have no child. Please don't get me wrong. I'm not casting any judgment to kids, three-year-olds, two-year-olds who have cell phones. But in all honesty, when do we start introducing these phones to model, like you're saying, the kind of conversation we're meant to have uh, with kids? I don't think it's so much about age as it is about 
the rules that we put in place. Yeah. So, for example, if we're monitoring the amount of screen time that this child is having, mm. even if they are four or five or six, then we shouldn't have a problem. But also, if we're monitoring what they do with the phone, mm. so it can't just be about games. It, it has to be educational um, yeah. tools that they're using on the phone because that then helps their development. Yeah. But we've got to be monitoring the use. And and the one thing I, my mother always used to say: there's nothing private in my house. If you want privacy. Yeah. <laughs> go and rent somewhere. <laughs> so, yeah. Even yeah. when you are 15, 16, 17, your, your parents have to have access to that phone. And I want to encourage parents not to worry about that uh, because if you hide behind I'm giving my child privacy, that's how they get onto sites they're not supposed to be getting onto. Yeah, absolutely, Sean. That's a very valid point. Right, thank you for your time. Sean Zimunya is a clinical social worker talking about cell phone use amongst the school-going kids. What is your take on this one? I mean, do you think there should be an outright ban on phones in schools or do you think there should be another way? Are there great examples of schools that are managing this where learners can bring phones to school, uh, but there's a manageable way that the school has implemented in making sure that phones are not a distraction and that they don't cause havoc like we've seen in many instances where some people get upset when their phones get taken from them because they're not supposed to have them. Send us your comments, 60 We'd love to hear from you.